0: Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Welcome to our third online preaching. If you missed our first topic, go watch it. It was about the things to remember or what to remember in times of trials. The second topic was about faith versus fear. How to combat fear, despair, and anxiety. So if you missed that too, please watch it first. Last month, the impression to give a message on spiritual quarantine came to my mind. But since the need to address fear, despair, and anxiety was greater, I decided not to talk about it yet, so I prepared topics according to my conviction. Today, I am skipping two topics that I was working on just to get in alignment to the government's enhanced community quarantine program. I believe this is so timely to do since the stay-home plan of action is now intensely implemented, enhanced community quarantine means seryoso Nato ang pagpuyo sa balay. Pero kitasad magbuhat o enhanced spiritual quarantine. The outcome of these dual quarantines will not only curb the spread of the infectious disease, but will draw us closer to God as well. When the COVID-19 pandemic crisis hit, an announcement was made for people from all over the world to stay home, observe social distancing, and stop church gatherings. And we made that abrupt announcement. It was two days before church day that we don't have church that Sunday. Well, let's admit it that the church is not ready for something like this. And it caused fear and panic to the Christian community around the world. We were caught in a surprise. But I want to show you today that in every trial is a blessing. Behind every trial, you need to look for the blessing. No matter how big or small the trial a person is facing, there is always something to learn from it. One of the blessings I see in this partial lockdown and community quarantine is we are forced to do Shabbat, rest, which means we have time to engage with God more. So here's my directives as a servant called by God. Let us seize the opportunity to simultaneously implement Enhance spiritual quarantine. Not a quarantine from reading God's word. Not a quarantine from prayer. But a quarantine from ungodliness. Isolation from all forms of wickedness. It's time for overhauling, friend. This is one of the solution for boredom. You can read the word. You can start from Genesis, you can start from Matthew, you want to read the book of Revelation first, it's up to you. We have time to read the word of God. Let us first define quarantine. Quarantine is a state, period, or place of isolation in which people or animals that have arrived from elsewhere or been exposed to infectious or contagious disease are placed. Meaning, quarantine has something to do with being isolated and confined in a particular place. In short, confined in a specific place. In application to our context, I say that that place that we need to isolate ourselves in is in God's presence. Find time to be with God alone. Now, I encourage you to grab this opportunity of isolating yourselves from the cares of the world by seeking God or staying in His presence. Through worship, for example, you can focus more on loving God, seeking His will, studying God's Word, praying in the Spirit. You can cast all your cares upon the Lord. Therefore, our spiritual quarantine definition is Stay home with God and isolate yourselves from ungodliness from the things or activities that does not glorify God. How? Make personal assessment. We need to identify the necessary from the unnecessary. Identify eternal from temporal this is to repair the glitches in the believer's life and prevent getting infected by the sin virus also this is to prepare believers for action and for the coming of the lord i encourage god's children my fellow brethren family of god to participate in this spiritual quarantine program now I prepared and simplified my message to four tasks that you can do during the enhanced community quarantine. These are the four hours I want you to do every day from Monday to Thursday. You can replay this portion of the video in case you forget what to do starting tomorrow. So let's begin with number one, reflect. Or self-evaluate. On Monday, tomorrow, sit down with a pen and paper and make personal assessment. Contemplate. Evaluate your actions. What have you done in your life? What are the things you've done that matters to God? Or what are the things you've done that matters to you only? Ask yourself, how many souls have I been impacted with my life? How many people have I offended? Or are the things you've done for the glory of God good enough for you already? You can ask yourself, have I completed my assignment in the Lord? Am I ready to face God? Now, you can also imagine yourself standing before God. And then you see God in His holy throne. Can you tell God, Lord, I gave my very best. I gave 100% to obey you. Can you say to the Lord, Lord, I shared my faith to everyone that are close to me. What if God will ask you, Have you forgiven those who have sinned against you? Or what if God will ask you, Have you apologized to all you abused, mistreated, wrongly accused, blamed, hurt? What will your answer be? Do you have an answer? Or you don't know how to answer that. If you're not ready to face God, the more you need to participate in our enhanced spiritual quarantine. And if someone has hurt you, release forgiveness. Release forgiveness now. It doesn't matter who's right or wrong. God said forgive. We are commanded to forgive. So if you forgive your offenders, then you have obeyed the Lord our God. By the way, forgiveness is not based on feelings. It is based on a decision. You can also forgive and still feel pain inside you whenever you remember the person or the thing that was done to you. But it doesn't matter. As long as you forgave the person, you have done your part. Make that decision to forgive. Write down the names of those people that you need to forgive and let God be God. I got that from Kuya Gary Valenciano. He said, Let God be God. God is a just God. He will vindicate you one day. Just do your part. Forgive. And when you forgive those who have offended you, the Lord will reward you for obeying Him on forgiving others. If you feel led To start forgiving people right now, at this very moment, you can pause this video and pray. Up to you. Now, if the Lord convicts you of a particular sin, repent. Okay? The Lord does not condemn you. He loves you. Repent from every known sin, from all forms of wrongdoing, even the things that you do in private. You see, integrity is who you are when you are alone. So the Holy Spirit may remind you of things that you've done when you're alone that's not pleasing to Him. So repent. Repent and renounce the curses you've released against your family, maybe against yourself. You don't want to face God on that day, on His day, with unrepented sins, with unforgivingness in your heart. Because the Bible says, if you don't forgive, the Lord will not forgive you. You want to report to God? With a smile on your face because of the lockdown and the enhanced community quarantine we have all the time to look back and evaluate our own actions if you are busy today because it's sunday you know it's family day that's why i scheduled it for tomorrow in counseling under prognosis I emphasize the word awareness because we cannot regulate and change things in ourselves that we are not aware of. You need to know the problem so you can arrest the problem. Without the awareness part, there is nothing to talk about. That's why reflection comes first. Now we proceed to number two. Remove. What do we want to remove? Remove the stumbling blocks. In your life. Surrender anything that is causing you to sin. Remove temporal things, the non essentials of life, nothing matters than you and God. Even applications that causes or that leads you to sin or just a waste of time. Do house cleaning, which is the removal of unwanted baggages of life. Detoxify your heart from painful past experiences, from painful past memories. Cast all your cares to the Lord. Pray to Him because He cares for you. He cares for us. We can also pray and fast if we need to. When we pray and fast, we humble ourselves to God. By prayer and fasting, we put to silence the sinful desires, the sinful appetites of the flesh. And that gives us more advantage to overcome the deeds of the flesh especially those addictive, sinful desires of the flesh. By faith, you can remove and uproot some strongholds and bondages in your life, in your mind. When you pray and fast, get right with God, then nothing will keep you away from loving God and serving Him. Number three, resolve. Resolve conflicts, personal issues. Misunderstandings in the family. I know this is hard, but everyone is prohibited to roam around. So, everybody, parents, and their children are in the house. This is the time that you can resolve, this is the best time for us to resolve internal family problems between parents and children. Are there issues unchecked? Are there conflicts unresolved? Gather as a family and start talking. You may not know how to start, but when you get together at the table, you can talk. This is your assignment for Wednesday after the reflect and the remove is resolved. After talking, think about the best resolution to arrest the problem from repeating itself. Resolution is very important or else it will happen again and again and again. So after discussing the problem, and then everybody apologizing, asking for forgiveness, then that's the time you need to come up with the best resolution. To the married people, don't blame each other. Instead, talk about the problem. Separate the problem from yourselves. Do not pinpoint one another as though you are saying you are the problem. No, 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 they're not the problem. Separate yourselves from the problem and then talk about the problem. Then come up with a resolution. Here's another thing that you can do under resolve that is going to be on Wednesday. Now you remember somebody that you have wronged a long time ago. So what do you do? You're in the house. You cannot go out. There is a way. Message those whom you have wronged. They said, if you cannot say it, text it. It may work. Apologize for your mistakes. No need to justify. Just apologize. Bring restoration. Do restitution. Restitution means the act of restoring something. Kung nawala na to ang atong gihulam, pulihi. In English, if we borrowed something and lost it, replace it. That's restitution. True repentance would lead to restitution. If you're not used to it, it's gonna be more difficult for you. But I tell you, ask grace from the Holy Spirit. We can do it. Be courageous. The Lord is with you. He will enable you to do restitution. He will empower you to apologize. Remember this. The first one to apologize is stronger, is more matured. As a believer of Christ, fear not. This is part of our enhanced spiritual quarantine. Also, restore right relationships. Put together what is broken. Like husbands and wives who have entertained other lovers, slept with others outside the context of marriage, you must stop and repent from cheating. Fear God. We will all stand before God one day. You don't want to stand before the great judge in complete terror. So resolve and restore right relationships and don't give an inch to the enemy because if you give the enemy a small crack in your marriage life, he will try to fit himself in and make havoc in your life and marriage. Repent and remove the obstacles in your marriage covenant. Also, spare your children from further damage. Spare your children from unnecessary pain. Have mercy. Take note of the phrase, remove obstacles. That's your hint. There's no other way, especially husbands. I'm talking to you. Remove obstacles. That's your way out of the trap. Now we're on number four. Respond to the Spirit's call. We are called to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in the book of John that God the Holy Spirit is our comforter. He is the best comforter that we have. God sent the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus to be our comforter. The Greek word for comforter is parakletos, Signifies not only a comforter but also an advocate, a defender of a cause, a counselor a helper or supporter, advocate or mediator. That's the Holy Spirit. Let me read to you the scriptures. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14 says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion or the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We are called to fellowship with God the Holy Spirit. NIV says, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The same thing. John fourteen sixteen says, And I will ask the Father and He will give you another comforter to help you and be with you forever. Verse 17, The Spirit of Truth, the world cannot accept Him because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. In King James, it says, You know him for he dwelleth with you and he shall be in you. So he is with us and he lives inside us. John fourteen twenty six. But the advocate or comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. It's the Holy Spirit. He is here. He is all that we need. John fifteen twenty six says, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me, Jesus said. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. So we are also called by God. We are instructed by God to share our faith, to testify about Jesus to other people. Last passage of Scripture, John chapter 16, verse 7 says, But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the Comforter will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you, Jesus said. It is a big blessing that God has never left us as orphans because there is no Father like our Heavenly Father. And I rejoice in that truth. Now, in times of trouble, people used to focus on the physical ordeal. But few are the people that are not alarmed by the winds and the waves of tribulation. They are those who are fully aware that God has never left their sight. He is the Holy Spirit who lives with us and in us. He may be the most ignored person in the world, but as people filled with the Holy Spirit, we welcome Him, we acknowledge Him, we fellowship with Him, and we talk to Him every day. Responding to the call of God leads to a constant, conscious fellowship with the Holy Spirit. An awareness of God's Spirit living with us and in us causes us or causes the believer to pray some more, engage more with God in an intimate and meaningful conversation. Every day, God desires that we take notice of Him, that we speak to Him. And yes, He is also competing with our busy schedules. Actually, this lockdown and quarantine is a blessing in disguise because through this, He is giving us time right now we are given an opportunity to change, to get right with Him, to amend our ways and our doings before our time is up. Then we will all stand before God on His judgment seat. Then each of us will give an account of Himself to God. We cannot tell God that we were so busy we did not have the time to repent. No. Because April of year 2020, we were quarantined. We stayed at home with our family. We had the time to amend our ways and our doings. So I challenge you to heartily participate in our enhanced spiritual quarantine. Do it in your own way. Let's take a look at this calendar. From April 4 to April 19, Davos City goes through an enhanced community quarantine. April 8 to 15, Passover in Israel. And I suggest that from April 6 to April 9, we do the spiritual quarantine steps or the tasks, the four R's. So let's switch to the next calendar. So on Monday, April 6, Take time to reflect on the things that matters to God and the things that you need to amend. April 7, Tuesday, remove. It's about removing unwanted baggages of life. Now on April 8, Wednesday, resolve. It's the set day and time for you to resolve issues and conflicts seek the best resolution to fix the problem and restore things in its right perspective. Now on April 9, Thursday, your goal is to develop a constant conscious fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And as you develop this constant conscious fellowship with the Holy Spirit, courage will also be established in your heart. You will not fear Because you are conscious that He is with you. Now, finally, on April 10, Friday, 6 p.m., our usual prayer meeting. Let us celebrate the Passover together. Join us. Let us bread break online. So wherever you are, be online. Simply prepare a bread or if you don't have a bread, a biscuit with a juice that you can share with your family. Right after the communion, we will put prayer points on the screen so we can pray together and apply the blood of Jesus by faith over our lives, over our families, over our city, over our country, and to the nations of the world. We will pray for salvation to the nations. We need to apply the enhanced spiritual quarantine to make adjustments and begin to function as ambassadors of Christ to serve our purpose as salt and light into this world. So apply what you heard today, even the learnings you've learned from the previous preachings. Stay home, seize the time and opportunity to draw closer to God. This is your brother in Christ, Pastor Armand Valdez. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. See you Friday. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com/mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Dabo on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com/mfcdvo. God bless.